What is up guys, this is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 248 of Strong the Iron Will Way, the official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. You guys have heard me talk countless times about uh, how much one of the things that I love about training and sports and this stuff is uh, how closely it parallels real life and how many lessons we can learn from sports from training that apply to life uh i I personally think that's actually why sports are so popular uh in so many countries and different uh nationalities and just around the world they've been popular for i don't know as long as i'm aware of and um it traces back uh quite some time and i think it's because a lot of the things that happen on an athletic field um, closely mirror things that happen in life. So one of the things that I really like about training in specific, uh, specifically, and the correlation is at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you have a coach, if you have a trainer, if you have somebody watching every move you make, you're the only one that really knows if you truly gave it your all, right? I think we say that a lot. You know, I really tried. I gave it my all. I gave it 100%. But if we're going to be honest with ourselves, we're going to know how many times we've been half-assing it also, right? We're going to know we had more in the tank. We're going to know there was 10 boxes to check off. We checked off seven. We're going to know that we probably kind of should have done a little bit more but that was probably good enough right Um, I know for sure that for a good portion of my life in a good many areas uh, I did not give it a hundred percent in many areas I was able to do quite well without giving a hundred percent Um, And I think sometimes it's human nature to say, well, shit, if I can do pretty well at 70%, I'm not going to... That extra 30% is fucking hard, right? (laughs) So, I mean, and I can trace this all the way back. I mean, you know, and again, you you look at your own life and see, like, where have you done this? And what kind of habits and patterns have you created? And what was the difference when you actually tried really, really hard? Uh, And I think this can go, we can go kind of deep with this. So I'm going to go back. I think about literally like Little League, like being 8, 9, 10 years old. And I tried really hard to get good at baseball. I mean, I remember constantly practicing, literally having a glove in my hand and a baseball bat in my hand all the time, begging my dad to throw me line drives in the front yard so I could dive and catch them, begging him, to, you know, teaching them how to throw them just, well, he was probably teaching me, <laughs> to throw them just out of my reach so I had to take a couple steps and dive for them, um, constantly playing with my friends, constantly watching on TV, and uh, guess what, I got really fucking good at a really young age. Um, Then I think about as I got older and I just started coasting on the athleticism that I had and the base that I had built, uh, that didn't cut the mustard anymore once I got into high school because now I'm going up against all the other kids who also were genetically gifted and athletic. Um, Now it was gonna come down to work and dedication and commitment and sacrificing, you know, 
dicking around with my friends and doing uh, video games and other fun stuff after school. I'd have to practice more. And uh, I wasn't willing to do that. So I was no longer an exceptional baseball player. I was a pretty good player. And I was fine with that. Um, and I didn't realize that I was accepting that until much later, right? Uh, I can remember, uh, again, it's, it's all sports-related because that's just, the, the, to me, the thing that was most notable. Uh, I remember when I was trying to learn how to play hockey, I became obsessed with hockey, um, dropped baseball, basically dropped everything, and uh, gave 100% without question into becoming a good hockey player. Um, all I did, all I thought about, you guys that have heard me talk about John, my son and his fly tying shit, you know, I'm trying to get him ready for school in the morning. He doesn't come down. I go up and he's fly tying at 7.45 in the morning with his PJs on still. That was me with hockey, man. I destroyed the back of my parents' house shooting pucks in the driveway at a net. Um, I played in the basement because uh, it was a slippery uh, sealed floor down there. Uh, I had a long drive to the closest hockey rink. This was, you know, 40 years ago, so there were 30 years ago. There wasn't hockey rinks everywhere like there are now. I wasn't driving yet, so my dad had to take me, at, you know, Friday nights to open skate and all random hours for open ice or different leagues. But I tried as hard as I could. If I got a chance to take lessons or go to a, a clinic, I, I tried hard because I was not, I was way behind everybody else. It was kind of like this underdog thing. You guys have probably, if you listen to a bunch of these, you've heard me talk about my experience at hockey camp in high school, but I'll tell you about that another time again. But I was by far the worst kid there. Uh, and I never tried so hard at anything in my life to not be the worst kid. And by the end of the week, uh, I was probably still the worst kid, but I was a hell of a lot better than I was when I started the week. Um, when I went to play in college, again, I was coming from underdog position of I didn't play high school hockey. I just learned how to play in high school, and now I'm trying to play on a club-level team in college. Now, mind you, it's club levels, nothing crazy, but these are some pretty good guys. And again, it's all relative to how good you are right so i'm compared to me these guys are really good so i gotta bust my ass and i can remember my dad telling me at practice just hustle and don't give up because coaches watch that shit he's been a coach his whole life so he's like we watch who's working yeah we want to see who's talented but we also want to see who keeps going when everybody else quits who's and this is in all the extra shit not in the not in the scrimmage not in the game but in the um you know back and forth drills we were working on just skating speed and endurance and uh the the countless times you got to do circles and stop and up and down and up and down back and forth and everybody's starting to slack off and the, the really good guys can get away with slacking off a little bit there because they they're not going to get kicked off the team they're always going to have their first or second line spots but for me i'm fighting to just get some playing time I'm not going to let this coach see me give up for one second unless I absolutely cannot fucking move. And, um, you know, that paid off. I got to play. I got opportunities. I got put in at times when they knew they needed somebody who wasn't going to quit, somebody who was tough. Um, so I learned a lot of lessons from these things. Uh, I think about jobs that I've had where, um, you know, I could do a pretty good job. I think about college. You know, I wasn't into anything I did in college, so I didn't try really hard. I tried hard enough to get by and do okay, get decent grades, but I wasn't going all in because I really didn't care. Uh, and there was many jobs I had throughout that same period of time, throughout college and after college, where I was, you know, I do a pretty good job, but... 
again not trying hard um bodybuilding started out and tried as hard as i could in the beginning and there's something cool guys about getting into something when you're early on into bodybuilding or powerlifting or sports or business you're kind of naive a little bit and you that's a good thing in a way because you kind of think it's just about who works the hardest uh, and that's kind of how I felt in bodybuilding I looked at guys who were naturally bigger than me or doing things that I wasn't doing and I just thought you know what I'm gonna fucking outwork them I'm gonna be more dedicated I'm gonna work harder I'm gonna be more committed I'm gonna be smarter I'm gonna learn more and uh that mindset and that work ethic worked because it propelled me uh pretty far pretty fast in the beginning uh and then it kind of tapered off for a couple reasons one my interest in the sport started to wane after a while partly because the um uh i I started to really understand the sport better uh and i lost the mojo because i had started to learn that it wasn't just about who worked the hardest definitely that was still important but I was running up against guys with extraordinary genetics um, who were comfortable with uh, very high levels of uh, performance enhancement, um, things that I just wasn't comfortable with. Um, and they were, again, genetically... I was, I'm was i genetically gifted as term, if you compare me to an average person, but if you compare me to a national-level bodybuilder, I'm not, right? So when you take someone who's genetically gifted at that level with even a decent work ethic and all the other things involved, um, it's very, very hard to compete with that, uh, even with uh, a monstrous work ethic. So I kind of subconsciously wasn't trying as hard anymore at a certain point, and, and I could tell. And I was not seeing the results anymore like I did because I and I and I know that subconsciously I wasn't giving it 100% so even if I placed well in a contest the subconscious part of me that knew I was not giving it 100% that I was half-assed and it couldn't enjoy it right if I think back to I, I probably competed in 20 contests and and placed top five or top three or one most of them and when I think about the ones that were the most rewarding um they were without a doubt the ones that were the most challenging, the ones where I worked the hardest, the ones where I literally left no stone unturned and felt so proud of, I didn't even care what happened there, you know. Uh, There was one where um, it was my second year of competing ever, my first year. uh, I prepared fairly well for what I knew, but uh, definitely could have done much better on the nutrition aspect. I just really didn't know about it as much, wasn't aware of how lean I needed to be and I ended up not placing in the top five out of like 20 something people and I was devastated and at that point I said I am leaving no stone unturned for next year starting tomorrow and for a full year I put everything I could think about everything I could do into this contest everything else fell by the wayside I was playing hockey at the time that fell to the wayside I was in college that fell to the wayside like nothing mattered except for this Um, and I'll never forget that year because I came back to do the show again I did a New Jersey State show a week before my first real uh, bodybuilding contest at the state you know level outside of this this contest at college which is just kind of for fun to be honest so i entered um 
it's called the Garden State Open, but it's in New Jersey, and uh, ended up winning my weight class as a novice and the overall as a novice. Um, that was kind of the highlight of my uh, life up to that point, probably, or at least one of them. I mean, it was primarily not only because I won the two awards, but because I had put in so much work and I had tried so hard and I knew in my guts that I left no stone unturned. I knew that I put everything out there on the fucking table and it paid off. Uh, a week later, I entered the contest, Mr. Rucker's contest that I had lost the year before. I won my weight class um, easily. I mean, I mean, again, I'm just, I can be objective here because I'm, I, this is, uh, doesn't have a lot of, it wouldn't, I'd be honest if I told you I beat a bunch of, um, I've, I've placed in many contests where I wasn't so proud because I didn't beat anybody good, right? I crushed people at this thing. Uh, and then the middleweight champion and me went head to head for the overall and I ended up losing to him by one point. Uh, the, the judges told me later that it was the most highly contested overall they'd ever had. They had to bring in somebody from the crowd to help make the decision. It was awesome. And I remember those like two weeks of my life so clearly. And again, because I put so much into it, it wasn't about winning. Yeah, that was a nice result of my hard work. But it, it, if I had placed fourth, it would be as rewarding because I just knew I did everything. And... Um, didn't regret like oh I should have done more of cardio I should have trained harder I should have done this with my diet like I knew for what I was capable of and what I was now the knowledge that I had I did everything uh, and I even catch myself at that currently recently right so I would, I would encourage you in whatever aspect it is if it's your relationship with your family or your wife or your husband or your kids if it's your work career stuff if it's your obviously your workout if you're not seeing the results in any of those areas that you had hoped you would be really take a look i mean really take an honest look because again no one will fucking know if you're not if you're lying here that's the that's the trick here there is nobody i can't watch you work out and know if you're really giving it your all you can reach failure and I can watch you and think that you put your all in there. But trust me, I've hit failure many times with a barbell when I wasn't at failure. Understand? The brain bails much sooner than the mind, than the body usually. That is a fact. Um, and you know when you decided you were done or when your body was fucking done. Uh, and I've done that with, with working out for m more years than I've put it 100%. I've probably half-assed it, right? Not completely. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about just shaving off a little bit here and there. Doing a little less than I should here. Doing just enough to get by here. Again, um, I can get away with a lot of shit genetically. So I can get pretty strong and pretty jacked without doing 100%. But I catch myself every once in a while. And, you know, people talk to me a lot about why do I follow someone else's program. Well, following someone else's program that someone else wrote, so what I mean by that is I have someone else, Greg Panora, writes the programs that I follow. And the reason that I respond well to that is because I don't want to not do what I was supposed to do but if I write it I can change the kind of rules right I don't no one knows what the workout was so I can just change it um, so when I have the workout that Greg wrote and I know everybody else on his powerlifting team is doing it and I know this is a world record holder that wrote this for me I know that if I do everything on there 
I'm going to get the results that I want to see. If I, and I did this for probably six months on the program, I didn't quite do everything, right? I'm going to be honest. I would, I would justify, and we all do this, guys, be honest with yourself and talk myself out of why I didn't need to do certain things. So, um, my legs are pretty fucking big and my ass is pretty big. There, I'm not a super strong squatter, to be honest. Um, so when I would follow the squat program, I would do whatever the prescribed squat workouts were and the percentages and so forth. But then some of the accessory stuff that is just painful and time-consuming and hard, I would justify not doing it because I would say to myself, well, you know, my legs are already really big and I don't want them to get that much bigger. I'll spend some more time on my upper body, blah, 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 blah. Um, I didn't get a whole lot stronger in my squat for the first year following the program. I wonder why. I convinced myself that by following just the squat exercise program part, I would still get stronger. But I was neglecting all the volume and all the other little stuff that would ultimately mean me giving 100%, right? So I was probably giving 70% to the squat day on the program, probably giving 80% on the deadlift day. So it's logical that I might not have progressed as well as I should. So uh, at some point, probably six months ago, I said, you know what, I'm not doing that anymore. If I'm gonna give anything a fair chance, I have to do 100% of what it's asking me to do. I have to put 100% of my effort to do. I have to stop skipping all those things that I hate. I have to stop cutting my reps short or my sets short. If it says do 20 reps and you did 12, well, that's not fucking 20. If it says do five sets and you do three, that's not five, right? There's a reason that we have all these numbers and all these reps. So you got to do it and you got to leave the gym knowing that you put everything into it. Everything that was on that sheet, you checked off and did and then some, right? Um, same thing with life. You know, if you're trying to get move ahead in your job, you're trying to move ahead in your business and you know there's things that you got to do, you know, are you doing them? What, how's your checklist look? You know, there's things that you have to do on a daily basis to be successful in anything. And I would virtually fucking guarantee that if you are not as successful as you want to be in any of those areas and you look at that checklist and you look at it daily and you be honest with yourself, what did you give, you know, give each day a one to 10 in those different, you know, categories. I worked out today and I can guarantee you I gave it a 10, man. I did everything on the list and I did it all with the appropriate intensity and it felt fucking awesome. How I performed is irrelevant. Uh, I performed well today, but I don't always. But the key is, did I give it 100%? Did I give it a 10 out of 10 effort? Um, if I was having trouble, again, in my business or with my relationships with my kids or my parents or my wife, I would really take a look and say, what are the things I need to do for a strong relationship? Am I doing those things? Am I giving 100% to that or am I spending too much time on my phone or at work or um, doing whatever, right? Am I giving my the right amount of time to the particular topic? Um, so I would challenge you guys to... 1 to 10 scale, rate yourself daily, daily on everything you're trying to be good at. Whether, again, relationship, business, workout, whatever. If you're seeing less than um, results that are less than what you had hoped or would want, don't change anything that you don't. I'm not going to skip. I'm going to switch programs because I don't think I'm getting anywhere. I'm going to look and see, hold on. I'm not doing the program 100%. I'm doing 70% of the program. Well, no fucking program works at 70%. I got news for you. So 
audit yourself, see how hard you're trying, see if you're really giving it 100%. I would be willing to bet you're not in at least some areas and wait till you see the difference when you try that for a few months. Peace out, guys. See ya.